2: Hey, good to see you.
1: They picked the perfect host because I'm great at sitting. I'm great at that. You're fantastic. Look how great I'm sitting in, sitting here. It's Cavino and Rich. You sit we with are the best of them. I am. I'm great at this. I'm a professional. We are Cavino and Rich. We are Fox Sports. And we want you to check out the latest lines from the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Rich, you're long past that. What are you, like 51? 61 oh, must be present in Colorado, Bro. Illinois, Indiana, Bro. and Pennsylvania Bro. to play. Bro. Bro. Gambling problem? Bro. Call 1 800 Gamble. Again, hit us up at Covino and Rich, the most interactive, most inclusive show on Fox Sports Radio, according to me and Rich. Again, I'm Steve Covino, Rich Davis, Spotty's here, Iowa Sam, Bursch, Ralph Irvin. What
2: a crew. We what a crew. Your feedback
1: 877 99 on Fox. And later this hour. NASCAR's Denny Hamlin stopping by. That to is say, fantastic. Qué tal va locos? I don't think he's saying that, but he will be here.
0: You mean the favorite in this Sunday's Daytona 500? I'm going to ask him about that.
1: Great question. All I want to know, is there a- added pressure? Or oh. is that just expected? Well,
2: um, let me give you a couple fun facts. On this date, one year ago today, Carson Wentz moved to the Colts. That did was one you, year you ago get a today. a
1: Facebook reminder?
2: Yeah, it was that. Yeah, it's a little Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and then a Facebook reminder that in this, on this date in 1965, uh, this is for uh, you boomers out there. It was the day Frank Gifford decided to hang it up and go from playing football to broadcasting oh, football. Wow. The legendary, late great Frank Gifford. Uh, on this date, by the way, you know whose birthday. It is today. Fresh off the Super Bowl halftime
1: show. Uh, I know the the, the lighting guy. The guy who hung 50 Cent upside yeah, the guy down. the guy who held 50 Cent's legs. <laughs> the guy who as he was... dressed him with the tank top and the headband. Actually, I know. I know. Dr. Dre turns 57. Dr. Dre is 57, and I find my favorite observation.
2: Yeah! My favorite observation from the Super Bowl halftime show is, depending on how old you are, you loved it or hated it. If you are 30-something to 40-something, it's your childhood. It's how you grew up. If you're older than that, it's like, oh, it was crap. I hated it. Ask your your parents. They They thought it sucked. I don't have patience for
1: it. Yeah. I'm allergic to that
2: reaction. I'm like, well, then you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. I even told my mom. I said, Mom, you know Lose Yourself. You know Dre and Snoop. I mean, you were in the car with me when I was a kid, right? I think,
1: look, everybody was caught up in the moment, though, because everybody loves nostalgia, and those songs were the soundtracks to our lives, but it wasn't the greatest ever. Like, slow down. It wasn't the greatest ever, but it was really good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Now, it's
2: no Bruno Mars, maybe?
1: Look, there's been a lot of great performances in the past few years. It wasn't a Bruno Mars. It wasn't a Prince. But it was great. I enjoyed it. I'm not here to hate on it. You know, that's the problem with society today. Everybody's quick to find the problem, right? I hate it. It stinks. <laughs> I hate it. Man. Actually, you know what the, my biggest gripe? I, I do have gripes if you really want to dissect it. And we'll take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. Observation number one. I was surprised, like everybody in the world, to see 50 Cent, or as they call him now, Unfitty Cent, which is unfair, and maybe we'll talk about that. It's unfair because you
2: think you look how you looked in '03. But here's the thing. When In the Club came out in 2003, you think you look the same at 20-something and 40-something? I want to see, see all the critics with their shirt off at 25 and 45. He's laughing it off. He's laughing it off. He's having fun with it. I know. Fitty's a good sport. He, I he think likes, it he likes was too the, long. He likes the bus
1: chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he and he likes pork chops <laughs> now too. He likes the bus chops and pork chops. But you know what? I think he was a little too long. Right. Every minute counts in a in a halftime show. So yeah, it was cool to see Fitty sent, but like a little too long. And unpopular opinion. Mary J. Blind. Oh, it is unpopular. Hold on. women, yeah, oh, women she's, love her. She's women great. love her. Oh, she's so great, and she is. But again, a little too long. I think she went a little too long. Save the drama for your mama. You don't want no more drama? I wanted Mm -hmm. just a little less and a little more from Dr. Dre. Nothing but a G thing. Maybe a little more Eminem. My only gripe, it's like when you go to a fireworks show, Rich, and the finale happens. And you're like, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Oh! Oh. And then you're like, oh, it was better last year. Oh, Oh, is that it? (laughs) Is is it over? I feel like it ended too quick. No. Oh. Ah. The only problem I was saying was that I wanted more. So that essentially is a good thing, right? Like we we were left wanting more because they could have went on for two hours straight and we would have enjoyed that. So that's my only gripe. It was good. Well, if you want to play the numbers game,
2: the most viewed halftime show of all time you got to go back like 7 years. Katy Perry with the Dancing Sharks. Almost
1: 120 million people
2: tuned in for that.
1: I say get out of here. You know why? Why? Cuz if the takeaway is the Dancing Sharks, it wasn't that good. And that's no knock on Katy Perry. Shakira, blah, 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 blah. remember she did that I'm, I'm against that cuz she started the pandemic with that.
2: And Jennifer Lopez, that was the most streamed Super Bowl halftime show internationally. Um but if you look everybody at everybody wanted last, uh, to see
1: the the jiggle of the wiggle. That's I, why
2: I know. But when you, when you talk about the last ten or fifteen halftime shows, Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. That was that was a top five over the last what, ten
1: to twenty years, maybe. You got to put Prince, Prince. in there. Prince was two thousand seven though. You got so yeah. Prince was fifteen years ago. Let's maybe. say out of the last ten years, Dre, Snoop, M. Blige, Lamar. That's easy. Top five. Easily top five.
2: No question. Top five in the last twenty years. Now it's a little tougher because you're adding tougher. you're adding Prince, you're adding Bruno Mars, you're adding you know it, there's other good ones too, man. Lady Gaga, Aerosmith, you 2
0: Two thousand one was a great one. One year Mac- McCartney
1: did it. One year NSYNC, Bruce Springsteen.
0: Britney, Mary. Yeah, J, but that's just too
1: much of a. Nelly.
0: Beyonce. A, Beyonce. Beyonce there's knocked too many the,
1: random people. No, that was great. Beyonce knocked the lights out in New Orleans. Remember that? Now the question is.
2: A good question, by the way. I know what you're going to ask. The question, based on the your speculation, is: a, a, a is of Davis?
1: If most of us enjoyed this year's performance, but there was an older generation that were like, "I don't like it." <laughs> Where's Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> I don't like it. Where's the Who? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a lot stronger. What do we do next year in Arizona? That's the question. Because everybody has their hot take or their better answer. But guess what? Cavino and Rich, we're not here just because we're nice guys, because we're swell fellas, because we have great hair. We're here because we have the answer. I have, we have the best yeah. answer.
2: We've compiled what we think could be the ultimate Super Bowl halftime show. Now, keep in mind, over the last 10-plus years, every big-time superstar has had their shot. There's very few people that you could say – that are A-list artists, haven't done it. Take a look real quick. This year's Super Bowl, The Weeknd, J-Lo, Maroon 5, JT, Gaga, Coldplay, Katy Perry, Bruno Mars, Beyonce, Madonna, Black Eyed Peas, The Who. We're, now we're going old school. but
1: You know where I love Justin Timberlake best, though? Justin Timberlake was best in Ozark. I, I really thought he was great in that. That's Ruth. I thought that was Justin Timberlake. I'm going to
2: tell my kids that's Justin Timberlake.
1: <laughs> so the question, again, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. You know, Rich is trying to make the point of, we're running out of acts, right? We've had all the, the A-list pop stars. Well, so I, my, my thought is this, know, in, in a world where it used to be, what's that old saying you came up with, Rich? You can't please anyone. Oh, it used to be, you
2: can't please everyone. Now it's, you can't please anyone. In a
1: world where you can't please anyone, what What's the would closest? Be the best choice for next year? Now, two bands immediately come to mind for me, and I'm telling you, they're the wrong answer, because we have the best
2: answer. Two, two people come to mind, and I think they're the wrong answer, which is why I have the right answer. Wrong answer, number one. Wrong answer, number one. Taylor Swift. One of the biggest international stars, but does not appeal enough to the broader audience of of grown-ups and men and so I think Taylor is a little too niche for the Super Bowl halftime show. And that's the same reason why I'm gonna say no to your your
1: answer. Well I'm gonna go with Guns and Roses first. To too old guy. Uh, too old guy. No, well it's not even that. It's it's Axel Rose isn't one of those guys that, you know, maintained his voice. Let's just say that. You know, he looks like Mama Fratelli now as the online joke goes. And He's just not in the condition to perform a show of that magnitude and give it justice, right? People, they want to see GNR. They don't want to see that GNR. So are Guns N' Roses legendary enough? Yeah. Would we love that? Yeah. Not now. But is it too late? Unfortunately, yeah. So I got to take that off the table. You could argue that all you want, but Axel just doesn't have it. He can't get to a set. The excitement of a Super Bowl? A year from now, I doubt it, unless he gets on some serious training. So GNR off the table, although they should have done it. Guns N' Roses off the table. Taylor Swift off the table.
2: And I'm going to say, just because they're a little too rock for the mainstream, even though they're legends,
1: I'm taking Metallica off the table. I'm taking Metallica off the table. See, I I see Iowa Sam shaking his head. I don't even know what you're thinking, but I am a defender of they got to be there. But they're not the best answer right now. Also, I thought this, you know, remember when Metallica re- released
0: uh, St. Anger?
1: Yeah.
0: I was like, man, James Hetfield's voice. It doesn't sound like the one from the late 80s, early 90s. He hits those really high pitches. So I feel like in a way, like Axl Rose and James Hetfield. Unless I haven't, I, I know they've released a couple albums since then. And he's kind of worked that vocal range back up. But um,
1: they're they they are are getting up there. They're in their I, 50s I gotta, now. I, look, they're I in their 60s. I don't know. I got to yeah. give prompts where they're due, though. James Hetfield is the league leader of the number one, ooh, yeah, in rock. <laughs> yeah, he does That's great. True. It's, oohs it's and the number ah.
2: one. You it's
1: know why the they're called one. Metallica, right? Why?
0: Because they're actually originally called Metallic, but he put Metallica. <laughs> he put an
1: ah. ah at the end.
0: They were just they wanted to call themselves Metallic.
1: You ain't my bitch. <laughs> so it had an ah.
3: Ooh, yeah.
2: So. I want to throw this out here, and then we'll get back to some football. We'll get back to some Daytona and baseball. And is all the, the world ready for the number all, one answer? All the sports going on in the world, but since we're fresh off the Super Bowl and the halftime show, Cavino and I have compiled what we think is the no-fail Super Bowl halftime show now for, keep in mind, for keep 2023. In mind, there's
1: always special guests, right? Oh, I have a feature. And, and when they're too random, I don't like it. I don't. Yeah. spot The one you mentioned in 2001. It's like, that's too much. No, it was great. No, it's yeah, like it too fantastic. much. They're all stars. It's like though. a bunch of people that no. like shouldn't be at a party together. No, it was amazing. No, it's uh, weird. It was good. So Here, what's the answer? And what's your answer? We want to know.
2: The number, 877-99 on Fox. Here is the best answer. Change our mind. Fox Sports Radio, Kavino and Rich. This is the no-fail Super Bowl halftime show for 2023. Dave Grohl comes out there. Foo Fighters, he brings on Post Malone to do some of the Nirvana covers he's done.
1: I can see it. He's like, you make me dizzy running circles in my head.
2: And then he does one of his own circles or something. And then they bring out, for the younger demo, because they have a relationship, Billie Eilish. Foo Fighters, Post Malone, Billie Eilish. You go from hip-hop this year to... Rock pop next year,
1: but you're forgetting That's why. the answer. Why the post Malone tie-in? Post Malone rocks out. Not only does he bring that hip hop sort of vibe with him, not only does he bring that swaggoo. Most face tattoos for a halftime show. That's, he, that would also he rocks be. out, and he could do a Nirvana cover while Dave Grohl's on the kit in the back doing the da 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 do da do da. Yep, and the crowd goes mm-hmm. berserk, and you please almost everybody. Who doesn't love Dave Grohl? Who doesn't love Dave Grohl? Everybody His name is synonymous with awesome. Everything he touches turns to Grohl. <laughs> right? So you got the Foo Fighters, right. Post Malone, who could rap and rock. He'll sing and cover Kurt Cobain's part when they do the Nirvana portion. And then if you feel like you're leaving out the younger demo, Bam!
2: bring in Billy Eilish for one collaboration. With
1: Survey says, number one answer on the
2: board. Change our minds. Top that. Cavino and Rich in For Gottlieb. Uh, we'll be back, but I got to let you know. You got to check this out. The latest lines from the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You got to be 21, got to be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLE. We have more next on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You don't want to see Taylor Swift halftime show? I don't. I feel like you do, though. Covino and Rich I in like for her. Doug Gottlieb. It's a pleasure to be here on Fox Radio 877-99 on Fox. Fox Sports Radio, let's keep it going. Remember, NASCAR's Denny Hamlin. We'll be here in about 15 minutes, so I want to go to the phones. 15 minutes? Seven minutes. Man, time flies. Do your math. Yeah, come on. Well, we have the answer for halftime next year, and that's the Foo Fighters. Christopher Walken introduces them, right? The Foo Fight. Do it, Spot. The Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Foo, Foo, Foo Fighters. Foo, 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 Foo fighters. Emphasis
2: fighters. on the fighters.
1: And in Foo a world fighters. where, you know, not only... Can you not please everybody? You can't please anybody. You try to bring some hip-hop in there with Post Malone because he could also rock out, cover Nirvana while Dave Grohl gets on the drums. And then for the younger people who are like, I don't like uh, all the old stuff, you bring out Billie Eilish because Dave Grohl says like she's the real deal. That's the show in Arizona next year for those of you who are complaining this year. Who else could do the
2: halftime show. That's that's the there's your answer right there because we've covered all the big stars over the last decade or so. Unless you want to repeat. By the way,
1: everybody, everybody loves Dave Grohl. Everybody loves Dave Grohl. If you don't, I don't like you. And the Foo Fighters, on a side note, have a, a new movie coming out on the 25th called Studio 666. Let's go to the phones. I would argue too, though,
0: that the halftime show is a lot about packaging. And let me explain. Who's the biggest pop star probably in our lifetime? If you want the halftime show to be about... Packaging? Have Tommy Lee out
2: there. There you go.
3: <laughs> there one, it is.
2: You watching Pam and Tommy? It's got a, it's got its
0: own voice. Who's
3: there? It is. <laughs> all right, bro, bro, <laughs> bro, bro.
0: Who's the biggest pop star of our lifetime? Michael our, Jackson, the king of pop, yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson. I, yeah. the hee hee man. I implore you to go go on YouTube, go somewhere, look up the 1993 performance of his halftime show. You would think that Michael Jackson would have the greatest halftime show of all time. I was. I watched it after this show you were this just weekend. Whelmed. I was whelmed. It, it. It. Obviously, he's a great performer.
1: Not overwhelmed or underwhelmed.
0: There he was. Whelmed, <laughs> there was a lot of dead space. The, he did kind moonwalk. of his lackluster song. It, it really wasn't what I would have expected out of a Michael Jackson.
2: What did he do? Heal the world. He did. Make it a
0: he, no, he did. Uh, <laughs> we are the world. I wanted but,
1: more. But,
0: right. Yeah. So. Even someone as, as monumental and, and majestic majestic as a Michael Jackson can still do a lackluster show because it's all in the packaging. Let's go to your phone calls. And Brian in
2: Montana. What's up, Brian? Not much. How are you guys doing? What's up, man? What are we missing? Who could be doing the halftime show that hasn't done it already?
4: So that's what I wasn't sure, and so I think Garth Brooks did it a long time ago, and he's a little dated, but he's got the energy as a performer used to back in the day, and then you pair him up with somebody like Pink— who does all those acrobats, and then you get that pop and whatnot, and so I think that that and throw another little mix in there, and then you might be able to get some people on board with that.
2: Pink is totally underrated. She is a great performer and a great artist, so Pink could be in the mix with someone. That's
1: a, that, I don't know, alone, but with someone else, yes. I couldn't disagree with that. That's a good That's one. A great, it's a great answer, but it doesn't beat ours, but it's a great one. What it really is. I mean, I,
2: I'm not big into country that much. My wife's from Texas, but like, what about a Zach Brown band? Do they fit in the mix somewhere? I don't think they're big enough. Are they? I mean, oh, they're again. pretty big, dude. Zach Brown band's big. I just don't know. Uh, let's go to Dave in Florida. What's up, Dave? How's it going, gentlemen? You
3: are half right. I want to let you know right now, you are half right.
2: Okay. All right.
3: Billie Eilish. Absolutely. Get the young kids in. Absolutely. But who should open? How would you like 80,000 people opening up to Thunderstruck by ACDC? <laughs> Taking the stage,
4: going to you know, shook me all night long. Then have Billy Eilish come out and do Bad Guy and a bunch of other stuff like that. Blow the roof off the place. Hey,
1: what what ACDC over two hundred million sold, legends. What, we, what, a, what a, started, are they too
2: old at this point? You know, when you meet with uh, Jay Z because he's going to consult you, right? Yeah, because he's involved with Rock Nation. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, what if it was like a Rock Through the Years? Because you're right, they haven't paid tribute to Rock. What if they did like ACDC, Foo Fighters, and Billy Eilish, and like connected the generations? I'll take one more for now. Chris in Montana. You're on with Kavino and Rich in for Gottlieb. What's up?
4: Hey, guys. I think I uh, agree with the last caller that you're half right. You keep Dave Grohl. He does the Foo Fighter. He does Nirvana stuff. But you've got to bring in the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: They've
1: done right? it before, and they were and great. So, yeah, I I'm, I love the Chili Peppers. Hey, by the way, and I love the new Chili Peppers. I don't know if you've heard Black Summer yet, but yes. John Frusciante's back in the band, and you hear the with classic. Irish accent. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, Anthony Kiedis is singing like a pirate or something. He has a weird Irish accent (laughs) He's doing sea shanties. But they've been in
2: the Super Bowl before. (laughs) All right. Uh, Before we check in with Denny
3: Hamlin, let's get a quick update with our dude, Ralph Irvin. Ralph, what up, buddy? Garth Brooks sang the national anthem in that 1993 Super Bowl that Michael Jackson did the halftime show. Oh, wow. Interestingly, he walked out of the stadium 45 minutes before performing because he was upset with how things were progressing, okay. so yeah, they might not want to do business with him, especially since they offered him the next year, and his demands were so high, they went another direction.
2: Oh, Ralph, someone that you may not want to do business with because they might be a little flighty. Kanye West, no one. Yeah, don't, I don't yeah. think
3: they want to do business with somebody that they don't know. You know, maybe Anthony Brown would be able too, because you don't know what he's going to do. You yeah. can't trust their or Antonio Brown. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. He,
2: yeah. I do. You could say Chris Brown or Antonio Brown. I don't yeah. know if I'd do business with either. Well, <laughs> or
3: Zach Brown. Yeah. Yeah, or Zach Brown. Chris Brown, Brown would probably guy. beat the spread at least.
1: Oh, hey, oh.
3: Uh, Major League Baseball, Ouch. not going to beat the spread on the start of spring training, that's for sure. Spring training games postponed through March 5th. MLB and the Players Association. Going to be meeting again next week. Now they'll be meeting every day. That that would be a nice uh, change. But as of today, we are 10 days away from the date that Rob Manfred said is the drop-dead date for delaying the start of the season. Uh, There will be more owners involved in the negotiations starting next week. There will not be a 12-team college football playoff in the near future. Bill Bill Hancock from the College Football Playoff Committee announcing via a statement today No changes would happen before 2026, and that's leaving hundreds of millions of dollars on the table. Ian Rapport says Jaguars coach Doug Peterson will be calling plays for Jacksonville's offense this coming season, and the Packers bringing in Tom Clements as their quarterback's coach. It's meant trying to get uh, in the good favor of Aaron Rodgers. NBA All-Star break coming up on Sunday. Nets and their coach Steve Nash are hoping that Joe Harris will be back in the Brooklyn lineup once play resumes next week. He's been out since having surgery on his left ankle in November, but we don't have to worry about the return because it's right now. Cavino and Rich sitting in for Doug Gottlieb on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Hey, Ralph, let me ask you. With yes. With uh, the DH looking like it's, uh, you know, it's gonna, gone. going to be infiltrating the National League. Anyone that loves NL baseball, wah, yeah, wah, sorry. Yes. Um, what what do you think the Vegas over-under is on at-bats by pitcher position players? Like, will, will Jacob deGrom or, you know, a, a baseball player that's known to be a pretty decent hitter get a pinch hit here or get in the game other than pitching? Is any pitcher going to touch the field?
3: Yes. There'll be a few, right? Who's got a good bat? And they will hey, touch you, you the field it. in one way or another. DeGrom, definitely. That's
2: it. Yeah, there, I was going to say, there, there's that probably a handful of pitchers that might be a decent option off the bench in a really dire situation. So you'll see a few pitchers. It's not a
1: current answer, but the mentality of like a CC Sabathia is a guy that would have wanted to take the bat, the at-bat, you know, any chance he could have. So
2: If if there's a shorthanded handed guy like a DeGrom, I only bring him up because he's known to be a great hitter. Yeah, of course. Um, There might be a situation where you need to bunt over a runner, and you're like, well, I don't want to use my big bat off the bench, but DeGrom could lay down a bunt. I think you're going to see a lot of pitchers being used in the
1: sacrifice position that makes sense to me i say about time honestly that's what bored me i know there's a lot of people that like traditional small ball man automatic out snooze fest sound the boring alarm that's what kept me out of nl baseball man because I was going to be drafted by the Mets. <laughs> yeah,
3: I was going to say, <laughs> right. and I was like, you know what? Yeah, just,
1: that this kept is, you out of the game. This is far too boring. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be a radio host instead. You know sorry, uh, sorry, Mets. Yeah. I don't know, Mets. I'm going to go sit in for Doug Gottlieb. Yeah, but kept no, I mean, I'm, I'm an American League fan because of that. I want to see the action. Remember, what's the problem with baseball?
2: Boring. They'll never make the adjustments we all want because money, 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 money. Right? When you think about it that way? Yeah. Shorter season, quicker game, all that stuff would require changes that probably result in less revenue. So when you're talking less revenue, guess what every owner and everyone involved is going to say? Hail hey, to the na To the na. nah, nah! Hail to the nah! nah, nah, nah. Hey, nah. Alright, well, we're going to be joined by Denny Hamlin in a few minutes. Uh, Iowa Sam, let us know when he's on the horn. Now, in the meantime... Other things to get to Uh, in the world of sports and entertainment. You brought up Mahomes earlier, and there was the report that he told his wife to be and his brother, stay out of the games. Well, coincidentally, TMZ just reported that that is false.
1: Hey, uh, 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 Jackson, you know, I love you and all, but can you, you know, cut it down with the dance moves? I just don't need that sort of heat, you know, like.
2: Well,. Just so you know, the update. And, uh,
1: Brittany, like, yeah, I appreciate the support, but, you know, can you not spray the fans with champagne and, like, <laughs> you know, I don't need the, uh, I do wonder, if, bad press, you I know? do
2: wonder, Kavito, if an answer came down to TMZ quick like that, because do you think his wife and brother are like, yo, what's the meaning of this? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's just not true, and <laughs> he like now he the now story. now he has to address it. Isn't it the most annoying part? Like someone that's the, what I'm saying. Someone in his he camp doesn't need this someone, distraction. Someone in Patrick Mahomes' camp has to talk to Harvey Levin at TMZ, and Bro, uh, one, and then the one cool.
1: question, one article, one comment about his fiance or his brother <laughs> is one too many. He doesn't need that, especially yeah. when he already. Is so likable. Yeah, someone had to get on the horn. Anything else is unnecessary. Someone
2: had to get on the horn and call the cool guy with the dreads from uh, TMZ and be like, hey, yo, uh, (laughs) it's it's just simply not true. Because otherwise, here you have Patrick Mahomes having to answer a silly question of whether or not his wife and brother are going to be at the games moving forward. And while we wait for our buddy, Denny Hamlin, I want to readdress something I brought up like an hour ago. We talked about how Joe Burrow and everyone's like, "Oh, he'll be back!" Yo, he's a baller. Look at the energy he has. Everyone loves him. Yo, he'll be back. You know, it's always just next a, year. There's always next year. It's always next year. And, Get him next year, man. And if you're just joining us now, I went over that crazy stat that the last 16 quarterbacks to lose their Super Bowl debut never went back to the Super Bowl. We're talking everyone from going back. To Stan Humphreys in the nineties for the Chargers. Neil O'Donnell, McNair, Rich Gannon, Jake Delome, Donovan McNabb, Kaepernick, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan. You lose your first Super Bowl. The fans the fans and the media love to be like, well, they'll be back there. No, it's not that easy. And I thought about it, Cavino. Some of the legends we grew up watching. Dan Marino went to one and lost. Aaron Rodgers went to one and won. Where are you at? Or
1: was it your dad that was at Al Bundy's legendary game? Oh, the four <laughs> touchdown game. Yeah, never. Yeah, that was my that was, yeah, that was your Pol, dad. Right? Polkai.
2: He. My dad was. Uh, went to Polkai. Um, <laughs> but even think about Drew Brees. He went to one and, and he won. He was lucky enough to win. So when you get there, imagine if Drew Brees lost that Super Bowl, because that was not a that yeah, was not an automatic. He played a really good Colts team. So imagine if Peyton Manning had got the best of him, then we're talking about Drew Brees. 0 for one and never doing it. So. I think it's pretty ambitious for people to say, oh, don't worry, Joe Burrow, you'll be back there. You'll get your chance to win. To think that Aaron Rodgers only found his way to the Super Bowl one time. Drew Brees only found his way to the Super Bowl one time. And then you look around the league at all the fan bases that think they're due. Is Dak Prescott ever going to win? Is Mahomes going to win another one? Buffalo's pretty certain that Josh Allen will give them one at some point, right? Hey, the 49ers put a lot of faith in Trey Lance. They're hoping to get back. The Rams are talking about running it back. Kyler Murray dealing with drama in Arizona. He wants to get there. Yo, everyone is vying for this. So when you're that close, when there's 10 minutes left in the game, and you're winning, and you lose the Super Bowl, to say you're going to get back, no big deal. It's just a way to make yourself feel better. It's like when your buddy dumps, it gets dumped by his girlfriend. You're like, don't worry, bro. There's other women out there. You're just saying that to be nice. There's a good
1: chance he'll never meet a good-looking girl. Yeah, that's, there's a good uh, chance he'll be lonely forever. There's a better chance you're going to find love again than make it to the Super Bowl.
2: No, there's a, there's a, there's a good chance your lonely friend will never meet anybody. And Joe Burrow will never make it back to the Super Bowl. All right, let me tell you about Hustler Turf. This segment brought to you by Hustler Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their business. And for us Weekend Joes, uh, Hustler Turf also has a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you.
1: HustlerTurf.com. Now, Joe Burrow, if we don't have time now. We're filling in for Dan Patrick next week. I want to talk about his sportsmanship, because he's been getting a little flack for that, too. Was he too buddy chummy during the Super Bowl?
2: Something to talk about. I have a feeling that we may agree, we may disagree. That's the fun of it. I never know with you, buddy. Uh, but do we want to go to Denny Hamlin? We're a day and a half away from Daytona. What's up, Denny? Welcome to the show, man. Having fun. What's up, bud? Hey, before we even get into uh, Daytona, let me ask you: being that you are right in our age demo, who do you want to see at the Super Bowl halftime show moving forward? Is there anyone that hasn't done it yet that you would like to see?
4: Um, someone asked me the other day, "What would have made it?" Better? I said, "Jay Z." Uh, that's the only thing that could have made it better for me.
2: Yeah, Jay Z. But it was great. Yeah, I, I mean, I love me, That's that's
4: that's my wheelhouse.
1: Jay Z would be a great Super Maybe Bowl. Maybe the halftime game thing, would have been a good fit for that particular show. And Denny, we were just talking about the saying there's always next year. Speaking of the Super Bowl, that was, you know, that was Joe Burrow's chance. Well, don't worry, Joe, next year. And I always think like next next year, like, yo, that might have been your chance. Yeah, Do as, as you... a guy that competes. I mean, what's your take on that? Because some people say that's the worst phrase in sports.
4: Uh, yeah, I listen, I've heard it a lot. <laughs> I mean, I've been part of the Final Fourth Years in a row and, and haven't won it. You know that we always think that there's next year. you will just have an opportunity, but you just never know. There's too many variables to say what will happen. Well, what happens when you have, you're decimated with injuries in the next year? And there, you know, well then, all right, we'll wait until next year. Next thing you know, your talent's getting older, and are you going to draft as good? It's it's very tough to say. We'll just get them next year. Uh, you always have to take advantage and look at the goal that's right in front of you.
1: I wanted to ask you. Since you're favored to win, is that just expected from you? Like, does that give you extra confidence or added pressure?
4: Uh, yeah, I think it, it listen, it, it, it's probably taken for granted all, everything that we've done here and, and you know, how good it's been. Our results have just been phenomenal. It's hard to be expected to win at this type of racing because there are so many variables that we don't control. As, as a race car driver, you know, there's there's a the team aspect. You have a pit crew. You don't know when, in other sports, when your competition makes a mistake, you capitalize, you know, because it's so a one versus one sport, you know, or it's a team versus team. Well, we're racing against 36 other teams, so when some, you know, dumbass goes out and crashes, <laughs> and it he bounces off the wall and into you, well, you didn't have anything to do that do with that, but his mistake, just took you out. So that's what's different and that's why it's so hard to win at this level is because of the variables you can't control.
1: You know, when there's so many variables, again Denny Hamlin here with Cavino and Rich. And
2: by the way, there's no more annoying variable in any sport yeah than what Denny just said. The, the ability of someone to totally F you up and you have nothing to do with it. That that's a that's a rare thing in sports.
1: I, I, I'm wondering what's the night before like it's such a big event there's so much on the line. All these variables that you, did, you just discussed—is it tough to sleep? What's going through your mind? What, what's your routine the night before?
4: You know, the night before. I mean, early on in my career, yeah, maybe it was tough to sleep. But I've just been doing it for so long now that I, I don't really get too excited one way or another. Um, you know, I listen. I'm not at the tail end of my career, but I'm on the I'm on the back side of it. So I just I do try to enjoy it. Some, these moments a little bit more, um, but I just I don't get nervous anymore because I've, I've just seen seen it all at, at this point.
2: Hey, Denny, let me ask you in the uh, in the world of social media and a younger generation that's stuck to their phones, watching videos, watching clips. I think Jeff Gordon recently said he wants his drivers to step out of their comfort zone to become more mainstream. And I think you responded with, "You can't force that to happen." Is it is it hard to force people? that don't want the spotlight to jump into the spotlight.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, superstars are unique because they're able to accomplish things that just normal people are not, or not even athletes at the same level as them can't accomplish because they're not as talented. So, and then when you add the element of they're known outside of their profession, mm-hmm. now they're I mean, now they're superstar status. Now, a star is someone that's great in their in their realm of sport or whatever it is but a superstar is someone that's known well beyond what their profession is in my opinion so it is tough to get that to have the mix of both i mean i hate to say it but like let's just bring up floyd mayweather and everyone may not love him you know he was a you know or, or conor mcgregor like people know him as much mm-hmm. off of wrestling or ufc than than he is actually a fighter like it's just you know he's got so much other stuff going on he's eccentric and he, you know, dresses crazy, like that's a superstar because people.
2: And, and that's the criticism of a guy like Mike Trout, who might be the greatest baseball player of the last decade or so, Correct. but no one necessarily knows Mike yeah. Trout if he's walking down Ventura Boulevard right here. Um, Got to ask you because you're a guy that thrives in a world of uh, high pressure situations and th- you know, that, you know, the thrill seeking speed. Adrenaline rush. Adrenaline rushes in real like outside of outside of essentially your work, do you seek that out or are you a chill guy?
4: You know a mix of both i mean it, it, it honestly is a mix of both i mean there's sometimes I like to fly under the air and there's other times where I like my voice heard, so it's just you know i listen i don't always fall into the uh you know good old boy mm-hmm. um country guy like so many drivers have been for. You know so many years, but you know even though that might be where I came from, it doesn't mean that you know I chose that, you know, so I like to be myself, and sometimes myself is different than what people are
1: used to. What thrills you man if if you know there's so much adrenaline going on when you're racing, what actually thrills you gets the adrenaline pumping aside from racing cars,
4: uh, you know hard work and seeing results from hard work, and it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's you know I'm trying to be a better golfer or. You know, trying to build a business like doing work and then seeing results of that is what I look for. I'm just one of those people that really likes to put, you know, get
2: an agenda, go to work, and and let's see what happens.
1: All right. Well, we're excited to see the results on Sunday,
2: 2:30 Eastern for on you. Fox. Thank you, Denny Hamlin, for being on the show, man. Appreciate it.
4: Thank
1: you all. Appreciate it. Cool, man. Dan Hamlin. We K-20, have
2: more. More Kavino and Rich in for Doug Gottlieb next on Fox mm. Sports
1: Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
2: Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the fifth hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: All right, we're Covino and Rich. Welcome back at Covino and Rich on social yeah. media at Steve Covino, at Rich Davis at Spot Center. It's the show. For Doug Gottlieb, thanks again to Denny Hamlin. Didn't get to ask him about his sweet shape-up, his sweet haircut <laughs> for the big race on Sunday. Ran out of time, but excited for it again this Sunday on Fox. Now, we want you to check out the latest lines from the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois. Indiana and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call
2: 1-800-GAMBLE. All right.
1: Now, a little
2: something Doug Gottlieb likes to do.
1: A little little something
2: we call... And now... (laughs) What does the Fox say? What does the Fox say? We take a a quote, a clip from one of the other hosts here on Fox Sports, and we give our take on it, and it's uh, our buddy, Colin Cowherd, talking about my dude in San Francisco, Trey Lance. In the last couple of weeks... 49er legends Joe Montana and Steve Young both have come out and said, Trey Lance is not ready. That's interesting. Where are they hearing that from? Why are they saying that? Certainly coincidental. Montana is not a fire starter, either is Steve Young, although he's often on KNBR radio in San Francisco. In the last couple of weeks, both have said, well, oh, Trey's. Trey's not ready to go. Uh, here's Steve Young. I know Steve. Steve's very smart. He knows this will have an impact when he says it. San Francisco knows today. They know right now if Trey Lance is going to be great. Now, I feel like there's no one with better takes in sports radio than Colin. But Trey Lance has played a few games in the NFL. I don't think the 49ers know anything yet. In fact, Jimmy Garoppolo, the reason they're moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo, Cavino, is because he's not the guy that's going to take him to that next level. Not not because Tom
1: Brady's going to be a 49er? If
2: you think Trey Lance could do equal or better than what Jimmy Garoppolo gave you, the 49ers are a playoff team that could make a run. If Trey Lance's ceiling is higher than Jimmy Garoppolo, which is the whole point of the whole, you know, moving up to get the third pick, then I think... Yes, yeah, Steve Young and Joe Montana, you don't want to hear the two greatest quarterbacks in your franchise's history not give the positive endorsement on the guy you leverage
1: your future for? I feel like the only thing he's shown is that he's a great practice player, and that's what footage showed this week. Leak footage came out, like, see, this is what he could do. But not to name drop, Jerry Rice had said on our show that sometimes good practice players don't always translate to be great players on the field. So I do feel he has a lot to prove. Well, you know, maybe we'll dive, in a real maybe game. Maybe we'll dive into this a little more next,
2: right here on Fox Sports Radio. Kevin and Rich, in for Doug Gottlieb. Hang tight.